Hello, everyone, and welcome to Father St. Galaxy. This episode, we have Kara of Sacred Something, who's a collage artist who designed Star Wars fan art. We were fortunate enough to actually appear in one of her fanzines, and she is our guest for this episode. Welcome to Father St. Galaxy. Hello, I'm so happy to be here. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. Thank you so much, Kara. We can't wait to talk to you because you're you have a unique talent that we really want to share. Well, this is a book. We're going to talk about the book a little bit later, but we're just going to hold it up right now and show everyone what it looks like. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, obviously, if you you know listen on audio, you want to go and uh, check this out on our YouTube channel. We're going to talk mm -hmm. about. We'll your also post a picture on our community board. Sure, exactly. Yes, we will. All right. So, thank you once again for joining us. Of course, thank you. So. You have a very unique design when it comes to making these collages. How long have you been a collage artist and what inspired you to create this type of art? Well, I've been making collage art and art journaling, kind of like scrapbooking for like 15 years, for like a really long time. But I didn't really start doing Star Wars art until after Celebration Chicago in 2019. I think you guys can probably relate since I know you were in Anaheim, but I feel like going to celebration is kind of like a game changer for, for you as a fan. It's just like, it's just so intense and you get in that like star Wars love bubble that when you get home, it's like, I just want to make star Wars stuff like crazy. So that was how it first started. And it started with the zine. And then later on in 2019, I started doing uh, like character art with different characters and making the backgrounds with stuff like that. But yeah, so pretty much it all started with Celebration Chicago for sure. And that was when I made my first zine was to trade at Celebration Chicago. Uh, what type of art do you collect? Hmm. I, I don't do a ton of collecting just for financial reasons. I'm, <laughs> I'm afraid to get to uh, deep in the hole with like anything, but I do really love stickers are one of my favorite things. I have some friends who make like amazing Star Wars stickers. I have so many creative friends with shops and stuff. I do also like enamel pins, but I'm trying not to go too deep into that hobby because then it's a slippery slope because there's so much good stuff. Well, let's uh, talk about how you got started with collage art art you said you were doing this for 15 years so what got you started why did you want to create this type of art yeah well my my mom made scrapbooks when I was young just like the kind of typical like pictures from family events type stuff so then I just kind of started doing that on my own uh with my own memories and I keep like movie stubs and stuff like that so I started just putting them into big books um and then as far as zines that I've really only been doing for a couple years like I've played around with them before uh, I started the Star Wars stuff but then that was when um when I really started with zines was in 2019 yeah but it's just kind of like a it's a way to keep memories and it's a it's also really meditative to like lay out all the pieces and put them in the right place and glue them down so that's pretty much where that came from I have no other artistic skill as far as drawing or painting or anything like that no way. Collage is really where it like begins and ends for me. So really it was a hobby for you. You didn't go to school for art? Not at all. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was always okay. just for fun. 
Got it. Okay. All right. Maskey, where you grew up? Yeah, I'm from New Jersey, born and raised in New Jersey. It's like 45 minutes from the city, um, maybe an hour, but it's like northern. We call it central New Jersey, but some people say central New Jersey doesn't exist. It's a whole thing, but it's like central northern New Jersey, basically. Yeah. So you say you grew up in uh, central New Jersey. Actually, we lived in New Jersey for a little bit. We were in North Jersey, West Orange. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Okay. That. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a little Jersey. further from me, but yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Right. right. And did you grow up with a big family? No, very small. I'm pretty much an only child. I have two half brothers, but they're like way, way older than me. So it kind of, I felt like an only child growing up uh, and just generally a really, really tiny family. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And uh, so I was watching some of your, uh, your YouTube videos and I, you mentioned mm-hmm. that you, well, actually uh, what I want to say <laughs> is that I admire how you keep things over the years, because I was thinking about the things I used to collect when I was younger, like, like movie stubs, yeah. and, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, show bills, you know, when you go into the Broadway theater and keeping those or, um, you know, old comic books that, you know, at some point they, you know, they turn old, right. And you can't keep them anymore, but I never never had the idea of like maybe taking a a portion of that as, you know, memento and maybe saving it and creating a collage out of it. So I thought it was very very nice. You know, is this something that I never thought of, you know, you would just, I would just put things in a junk drawer and then at some point Mm -hmm. I got so much junk, I just throw it out, but you know, very smart of you to keep, all of this and save it and preserve it in, in these are journals that I were looking at. So it's very nice. Very Thanks. good. It's really fun to look back yeah. on it too. It's, it's cool. And I've done it forever. I've always saved everything, probably stuff that like was garbage, but I would save it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. Do, do you find, do you know any other collage artists who inspire you? Anyone else who does this type of art? There's a couple. Um, I, there's so many collage artists, although a lot of them do, uh, digital collage so you use like an ipad and fancy stuff and i just i think that's really cool i just can't relate to it because i don't have that skill set at all but there are a few there's a uh, one artist morgan jesse i forget his last name but he just did a huge collage with like all these little tiny people and it's like i can't even explain it but i i made a collage for my friends from the Blad blast points podcast back in uh 2020 2019 2019 where it has like all the different star wars characters that they mentioned in their show and uh and all because their show is very specific with like the people they like to talk about where we have a lot of fun so i had like a huge collage with like all the little people kind of like the cover of sergeant peppers by the beatles um and that definitely inspires me uh, but there's so many people on Instagram. If you just scroll like the collage hashtag, people are doing like amazing stuff. And that inspires me all the time. Okay. I want to show everyone what, you know, if we can, I know, uh, you know, Please. on camera, it doesn't do the trick. Um, but this is uh, your latest magazine, I believe. And we were very fortunate enough to be featured in it. Yeah. Uh, so I just want to talk about uh, well, two questions for you. One, well, let's start with the first question. How long does it take you to put this type of magazine together? Well, I used to do them every month for all of 2020 and all of 2021. I did 12 issues each year. That was only because I was unemployed. <laughs> mm. Only because I was unemployed was I able to have time to do that. So I switched now because I'm working full time to quarterly. And basically, 
I'm working on the zine all the time. Right now, I'm actually working on a special exclusive issue that's going to be like a bonus. Um, but for the main issues, like I'm always working on it as far as like coming up with ideas and reaching out to people and stuff like that. But the full like research and assembly, printing, folding, stapling, mailing probably takes about two weeks, give or take. <laughs> Okay. And it's, it's very detailed. If you look inside. A lot of this is handwritten. Right. Is this your handwriting? That's yeah. It. it is. And you write, what type of art supply do you use? Just a pen, a regular pen or something? Yeah. My yeah. favorite, my favorite is the um, ultra fine point Sharpie. That's, that's the one that I use the most often, but um, I love that. I use all, I have tons of like scrap paper and scrapbook paper that I've collected and um, I use these little adhesives that are, are meant for photos, but they're my favorite because you can kind of like shape them and rip them and stuff. And I make it on just regular copy paper. Um, like I put the pieces together and then it gets scanned and then printed and then folded. And it's very old fashioned in that way. Fanzines have been around since the 50s or, or 60s, even like the very early days of sci-fi. And they used to just make them on like copy machines. So I'm kind of trying to continue that tradition. Wow. This is, and you have a beautiful handwriting. By Thank the way. you. <laughs> this is wonderful. And so, so you pretty much just take, for example, the, the top letters here, you just cut them out and paste them mm -hmm. on a piece of cardboard paper and then scan them in or. Yeah, it's all on regular. I actually, because I'm working on something, I have a lot of stuff right here, but I'm, I just fold like copy paper, just regular eight and a half by 11 in half. And then I make the zine onto the eight and a half by 11. And then when it gets scanned, it's scanned like both sides and then printed when I get it, it's just a big stack of eight and a half by 11 and I fold it basically. It looks kind of like the Loki font from the TV show with all these missing sweaters. I love that. I love Loki very much. Yeah, I collect, I actually collect magazine letters too, and I keep them in these little drawers. So um, they're organized, but I'm always collecting letters and stuff. So I have like way more than I could ever need, which is good. But yeah, that's been like a more recent thing. I love the the magazine letters kind of ransom note type font. It's very fun. And besides the Sharpie pen, um, obviously you're using glue. Uh, what else? Do you use any other supplies? And I print. Yeah, I, I print a lot of stuff, um, like all the pieces and pictures and sometimes like the um, titles and things I'll print out. I'll use like a funky font and then print that out and cut it. Um, but that's really it. And then obviously, if I need pictures of like things from Star Wars, then I print those too. Um, but yeah, that's really the most of it. I'm, I'm since I'm not a drawing person or painting person it's none of that kind of stuff really it's just pens and and paper and glue and your magazine comes out quarterly quarterly yeah okay. this year it's quarterly next year i'm not sure how it'll be most likely quarterly if not something else but quarterly is it seems like the trend for right now and how do you go about knowing what you're going to feature for each issue yeah i start usually with the previous one, I'll be thinking about the next one. Um, a lot of people give me really great ideas, which is great. Or if people want to write something, um, 
and they'll just be like, can I write about the high Republic or whatever? I'm like, please. Cause I don't, I'm really super behind on the book. So I'm like, please, please, please do that because I love having it in the zine. Um, so people will come with ideas. And then if there's like a podcast, like you guys, that I think is really cool. I like to have a podcast feature. Sometimes I'll have a shop feature from, uh, somebody who's running a fan shop and, uh, and yeah, I just kind of like pull stuff and I'll write stuff down if it comes to me. Um, and then obviously if something big, like, and, or is happening, that's definitely going to be in this next issue. Although I don't think it'll be over before the issue goes out, which is, that's a little stressful, but yeah. I definitely want to talk about it. Cause it's like ruling my mind. So that kind of thing, like, or tales of the Jedi, like if there's a specific thing that's like really going on, I'll know that I'm going to cover that in the issue. And then, yeah, just kind of mess around. And I like featuring fan artists a lot too. Just people I come across, I'll just ask them if I can have them in the zine, basically. So where where could we go if we wanted to purchase your fanzines and artwork? Yeah, so I have a link to a, I do everything through Google Forms. Um, in my Instagram, I'm only on Instagram, not on Twitter. So in my Instagram bio, it's into a larger world by Kara. Into the Lar- into a larger world is the name of my zine, um, and in the bio of my Instagram, there's the link for the shop. And coming up for the holidays, I'm going to be offering the bundles of the zine by year, as well as individual issues. If you just wanted to like pick out a couple for somebody uh, to send it to them, so they could get an idea of what it's like, because um, I really like to do that. So. So. You, okay. All right. Well, you were just talking about Andor and Tales of the Jedi. So we're uh, fast approaching the end of 2022. So and we, yeah. I mean, it went very quickly. I mean, I, I just imagine a year ago, we were talking about 2023, how big this year was going to be. And now it's almost over. Um, we got a lot of Star Wars, you know, this year. So, you know, uh, what else we, got? we what, still got some Marvel stuff coming. That's <laughs> that's true. We oh, have, I'm so excited have, for it. I read some, the early reviews that it's good. And I'm, I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're absolutely excited. We all are. It. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. bursting out of my seat to see this show. <laughs> it's close. It's so soon. It's so soon. <laughs> it's only a few weeks away. Uh, so as far as Star Wars, um, what, what are your favorites of this year? What, what stands out for you this year? Oh, it's hard not to just say Andor. I mean, it's doesn't can Obi-Wan Kenobi feels like it was so long ago already. Yeah. Like, but that was such, that was obviously so incredible. And like the experience of it starting when we were at celebration was just so completely unreal that I do cherish that a lot. And I did really just love that show. I really need to rewatch it. Um, but I think what they did with it was really, really great. But Andor's just, it's really, it's really something special, you know, and I, it's just, it's doing things that I never thought it was going to do in a way that I didn't think it would do them. And it's just, that's the thing that's like exciting me the most right now, but I did really have such a great time with Obi-Wan Kenobi too. And I, I went on, I'm on the force time podcast with Travis a lot, and we did a lot of talking about it. And it's one of those shows that you just, the more you talk about it, the more it's like, there's so much to say and like so much to unpack, you know? Um, but we got to see Jimmy Smith's like in a new star Wars thing. There's nothing better than that. Like I was so happy. <laughs> yeah. 
always good to see Jimmy Smith. So I expect always. him to show up in, in Andor at some point too. I like, think maybe next season, you know, cause then yeah, it'll be yeah. a little closer, but I hope so too. Cause I love him so much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But there's such two different shows, Obi-Wan and Andor, you know, you're right, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's Star Wars. You know, I, I, I enjoy them both. I enjoy Obi-Wan. I enjoy Andor, but what I enjoy Andor more than mm-hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi is we're seeing stories about people that feel real in our galaxy. You know, I'm talking about, you know, totally. in our lifetime, you know, the stories um, are, are very credible. Um, I enjoy the characters and the dialogue is the best dialogue I've ever, you know, heard or, or, or seen on TV. The acting is top notch. It's so cool. Yeah, it is. It does seem like a spy thriller where you don't know who to trust, you know? Yeah, for yeah. sure. And yeah. some of those characters, it's like, I just want to dig further and further into them, yeah. you know? Oof, so compelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Tales of the Jedi, did you get a chance to check those out? <gasps> I haven't yet. I'm dying. Oh, okay. I think I'm, I know. I, I did yeah. see the first one because yeah. I went to the panel at Celebration. So I saw ah, okay. Yeah, we were there too. Yeah, yeah. It was so good. And I loved that first one so much. And I know I, it's, they're not even that long. I just have to like, sit down and do it but like i've just i haven't i've wanted to give it like the right attention so i haven't watched it yet but i will soon and what i've seen so far looks gorgeous yeah so i really i really did enjoy tales of jedi though like the animation style i know i say this a lot but like the animation style is really blown up yeah yeah gotten grown better since the days of clone wars in 2008 when when it was just like so blocky and now here we are with such lifelike animation from season seven of the the clone wars to the bad batch to now tales of the jedi like i have to say the animation's gotten so much better and the stories they're telling are just amazing because we finally get to fill in the gaps and learn a little bit more about some of these characters. Mm-hmm. Right, That's all I yeah. can really say without going into spoilers. Right, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, and it's, it's honestly making me even more excited for Bad Batch season two also, you know, just th- having that animation excitement come out. I'm like, I'm so excited for season two of that show too, so. Mm-hmm. They showed a clip at the panel. Yes, I was there. I saw it. It was great. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Yeah, absolutely. Is there a preference? Do you enjoy uh, the animation more than a live action or do you enjoy them both the same? I feel like I'm probably more invested in the live action, but I do really enjoy all the animation too. Like Clone Wars season seven, I thought was like transcendent. It was so cool. And I really, really loved Bad Batch a lot, a lot. Like that story was so, so awesome and i love those guys those characters and the whole thing with crosshair oh my god it's just yeah i can't wait to see what's gonna happen with omega and everything really good same here um how'd you come up with the title into a larger world i don't it's funny i don't really remember why i picked it it's just it's such a it's such a big moment in the first in a new hope when Obi-Wan says it's a Luke you're taking your first steps into a larger world and maybe it's like I could say something kind of trite like it was my first steps into a larger world of being obsessed with Star Wars but um I think because it, it just reminds me of the feeling I get when I watch A New Hope which is just like pure joy you know was that your introduction to Star Wars was that the first film you saw A New Hope 
Probably, but my most memories of childhood is watching Empire Strikes Back the most. I think it was probably my brother's and my dad's favorite. So I think that was just the one that we watched the most. Um, I don't really like that's my earliest memory. And then my second earliest memory is seeing Attack of the Clones in the theater. And I like I remember I loved it. And I think my brother like was kind of like weirded out by it at the beginning. And I was like, I loved it a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> that's my other like earliest Star Wars memory is just yeah. really loving Attack of the Clones. Yeah. All right. Well, where can people find you? Best place to find me is always Instagram, Into a Larger World by Kara. I am on YouTube and TikTok as well, but it tends to be less Star Wars related and just my general art stuff. That's always Sacred Something by Kara and Kara's with a K. (laughs) And then just uh, two more questions I wanted to talk to you about before we end. Uh, one is, uh, can you tell us more about the Force Time podcast? I'm not sure how often you're on there, if you're a regular or are you there as a guest, but tell us about the podcast. Yeah, I'm definitely semi-regular. Uh, it's hosted by Travis Bryant, who's um, a really great pal of mine. And uh, he does a lot of different like interviews and things. And then I usually go on mostly to talk about the shows. Like we did a mid- mid-season and or um, chat. And then we also often do crossovers with the zines so in in the most recent issue in the middle i talked about kenobi but it's my favorite moments and travis's favorite moments and it kind of links to the episode that we did talking about the same thing on force time so i'm not like a full host i guess he would say i was but i don't think i am but i do go on the show a lot usually to talk about like show breakdowns and stuff and it's it's we always have the best conversations and we have a thing called uh smith's watch where (laughs) We're just, we have like a a level of alert for, uh, during Book of Boba Fett, we had a Grogu watch and we would say what the like threat level was. And then he ended up showing up. So there you go. Um, But yeah, we have a lot of fun. (laughs) Well, that's interesting. You thought Grogu was going to show up in Boba Fett, huh? We were, we were curious. It's hard to think back before we knew, you know, that, and I think we, and, oh, we also had Grogu watch for Bad Batch, I think which that would have just been crazy. So I'm kind of glad that didn't happen, but yeah, who knows season two, who knows? But so every, every time something would happen, we would, we would be like, are we going to get, and then also we have like a small Chewbacca watch. That's kind of Travis's little pet. <laughs> mm-hmm. thing. He always thinks Chewbacca is going to show up. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> Absolutely. He could show up anywhere. All right. So we were talking about 2022 coming to an end. What are you expecting for 2023? What are you anticipating? Definitely, I would think it's hard because I don't know if I'm more excited for Mando season three or Bad Batch season two. I feel like I can't even comprehend Mando season three. I just like can't even think about it yet. Like it's just too, it's going to be so insane. I know it's going to be so crazy. So I kind of feel like I'll think about that later. Like I'm excited about it, but I just can't even process it yet but I'm really actively excited for Bad Batch and then also for Celebration in, in London, I'm going to be there, so. Wonderful. Woo! Wonderful. It's going to be a yeah. big time. Another big year for, for Star Wars and Lucasfilm. Yeah, yeah. Very much. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Kara, thank you very much for spending some time with us. It's this so is fun. wonderful. Yeah, you have an amazing talent and we thank were you. so honored to be featured in your magazine. And when we saw the end result, we just, you know, we were floored by it. So we had to 
have you on the podcast and just, you know, get to know a little more about you. So thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. I'm so glad that you liked how it turned out and you guys are awesome. So I tell you, I tell people about you guys all the time. So. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. That's (laughs) wonderful. Thank you. Keith, where can people find us? Well, you can find us Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Amazon Music, Audible, or basically wherever you get your podcasts. Check out our website, bonusandgalaxy.com. Please donate to our Patreon page. Visit our socials, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bonus and Galaxy. And check out our speaker page as well. But before we end there, the fun doesn't stop. (laughs) (laughs) We have just today launched our merchandise store and we have lots of new things for you to buy and the next two weeks will be a 15 percent discount on everything in the store so go buy it now okay you will buy our merch. <laughs> okay uh so i just want to let people know that we'll be back on wednesday we're going to be uh doing our spoiler review of episode nine of andor while wow, it's almost coming to an end you know uh, four more episodes, you know, including this this one coming. Uh, so we're looking forward to to that. And uh, that is it. So if there is nothing else, all right. Okay. Thank you very much once again, everyone, for this episode. Kara, thank you again for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Take care. It's an honor. All right, everyone. So until next time, take care. And, and we, we will see, see you again. again.